Hello, everybody, and of course, welcome back to another episode of X Talking Ish with your boy X. And Ish. You already know what to do. If you are on Facebook, please make sure you like and share this broadcast. If you are on our Facebook page, please go ahead and hit that like button so you can go ahead and uh, check us out on Facebook. And as well, if you are on YouTube, checking us out, go ahead and hit that red subscription button so you can go ahead and subscribe to our channel. And as well, go ahead and hit that notification bell so you can be notified for shows like this one in the future. Thank you for that ish. And as well, if you are on Twitter, go ahead and check us out on Periscope, X Talking Ish. And I do have it retweeted on my personal page at X underscore Williams AT1. Alrighty then. Before we do go into our spill ish, I just want to let the people know that's tuning in on podcast. Thank y'all very much for always tuning in. The numbers are doing very well. We appreciate that. But let's also go ahead and invite your friends, your family members to the show. Make sure we get some more of these numbers. Run these numbers up, all right? We're running up a check over here, all right? Oh, for we're sure, up, for sure. Running up a check. All righty then. Uh, of course, this week uh, we're going to recap the NFL uh, schedule release. Last week, of course, we took a week off because honestly, there wasn't really too much to talk about uh, until that Thursday where the NFL decided to drop the schedule bomb on everybody and one thing the nfl knows what to do or knows how to do is uh make a show of everything and they definitely did that with the nfl schedule release and to see some of these these matchups and hopefully potential matchups due to health you know once you get into week eight week nine you know some of these matchups could look a lot different um if if a lot of these guys can stay healthy i mean we have some pretty damn good football ahead of us and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see, Ish. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, the schedule release was really interesting to me. Um, clearly, there were some agendas in the league office with some of these schedules. <laughs> and we'll talk about that very soon. Um, I hope Ish isn't throwing a little shade at me because apparently he got something for me when I talk about this one team and their schedule. But before we do that, let's go ahead and start off with the annual NFL kickoff game on September 8th. And uh, right now you have the L.A. Chargers hosting the Buffalo Bills. Of course, the defending L.A. champion, or Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams, I should say. Uh, hey, that's that's the first time, you know, saying that it comes off the tongue a little different. You know, when you were Super Bowl champ, you know, coming, coming to that stay a little bit more swagger than you used to-ish. So, for the Rams to kick off the NFL season ish, is this a you have to go back to back type of year to validate what you just did last year to to validate Matt Stafford and what he was able to do wasn't a fluke, right? You know, is, do the Rams have to go back to back, or because we do know how hard it is one to go back to back and also to even get back to the Super Bowl after a loss, and we'll talk about. Uh, that a little bit later on, but to for the Rams, do you think that they have a legit chance of going back to back? Um, I think there's a possibility of them going back to back. They did lose um, some weapons. Uh, they look a little bit different on the offensive side. 
so there are those things, but I don't think they have to. I think that, you know, like you already stated, it's very hard to go back to back, uh, very hard to even make it back to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, if they even have a decent run in NFC West, win the NFC West, uh, making the playoffs and fall short, maybe in the um, conference championship game. I still think that that's fine. That would be validation. I think all of those, all of us who follow the NFL know how hard it is to get back. So I don't know that we're necessarily going to say it's a failure if they don't make it back. I love the answer, honestly. It's a beautiful answer, beautiful answer. Right, let's go ahead and move on because this we got a lot to talk about in a very yeah. small yeah. time frame. So we're going to go rapid fire today. Before I do move on to the next game, though, let's get to the comment section. Our boy Lee says, just want to let y'all know I've been watching the shows. Just not lie, the last five weeks been hectic, but your boy is graduating. No more night class to take me away from the show. Shout out to my boy Lee. Congratulations, bro. Thank Real talk, you. though. Uh, higher education. Shout out to my boy Lee getting the getting that night grind in, that midnight oil, and, and doing it for not just himself, but also for his family, bettering, bettering himself for his family as well. So we appreciate that from next talking his family to you, Lee. Get that work in, baby. And also the Fractured Walnut. He said, what's good, fellas? Who y'all got as MVP this year? We'll get back to that question in a second. He says, Bobby Wagner about to go off if healthy all year. Two very random uh, things to say, but <laughs> I, 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 pre- I appreciate it. I, I got no problems. No problems with the comments anytime. Keep bringing them in. And I will let y'all know uh, as well. If you have any matchups that we all want to talk about before we get to them, throw them out there. Let us know what you want to see this upcoming season. Uh, of course, it could be your team. It could be another team that you want to see play You know, uh, against a, a, a division rival, whoever it is. Let us know. Uh, but before, of course, before we get back to the rest of the games, Fractal Wilder asks who he has the MVP this year ish. Uh, it's just right now. Just right now. I would say early, just based off the release of the schedules, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, based off the release of the schedules, when you look at some of these guys and their uh, their strength of schedule, I think between Aaron Rodgers and uh, Josh Allen. Those have to be the two favorites coming out because they have favorable schedules uh, as of right now. As it stands right now, they have two of the most favorable schedules for people who you think of as NFL MVPs. Now, if one of the guys that has one of the tougher schedules is able to, uh, you know, lead his team to a really good record, definitely that person is going to take the lead. But just looking at it from here, you know, early on before they play games, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be my front runner. Now, I'll make this very short and quick and sweet. I was going to say Josh Allen. I really was. And then I thought about it, and I said to myself, you know what? Maybe this is the year that Justin Herbert takes that next big step and, and do what we might expect him to do. I know I do. I have him on my fantasy for a reason. I think he will grow up right in front of our eyes and lead this Chargers team to the next step in progression of this franchise and who knows maybe can lead this team to an AFC championship appearance. It's a lot of pressure on them. Hey. Pressure does what? Build diamond uh, make bus make pipes. diamonds or bust pipes, baby. So we we're gonna find out real soon. Let's go ahead and get to that first Sunday night football game of the season. You have Bucks taking on the Cowboys. Now Talking about America's team, I'm not talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with America's man, Tom Brady. They, uh, they decide, or the NFL decided this, but they're going to, of course, run back this past season season opener 
which was in Tampa. This time they're going to do the one and one and go to Dallas for this one. Ish, how you feel about this matchup? Um, you know it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm I actually it's one of the better Sunday night matchups, honestly. Uh, hopefully it's competitive. Hopefully Dallas is able to, you know, make it competitive. I'm interested to see how Todd Bowles does now that he has um, the reins in um, Tampa Bay. But yeah, it's gonna be, it should be a good game. Should be, should be. I, I definitely agree. Um, it, it'd be interesting to see what type of Cowboy team we see. Last year, they had a lot of expectation going into that week one game. Last year, let's be real, they probably should have won that game. But they also looked pretty good. They, they looked pretty good that game as well, and I, I think a lot of people felt like the Cowboys could have continued to ride their momentum. They did in the regular season. It kind of tailed off towards the end, and we saw what happened. But I don't think a lot of people are expecting too much from the Cowboys this season. So that'll be an interesting week one matchup. All right, Monday Night Football, week one. This is the game. I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm not, that's not the game like I'm looking forward to, but I want to see what type of, Mamba mentality that we'll be getting from Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson gets to go home back to Seattle and play against the team that they love him. He loves them. But I think Russell Wilson going to throw five, five touchdowns that game. Five tu- you hear to hear for five tuggies. Five touchdowns for Russell Wilson in week one against Seattle-ish. Why are you looking forward to this game? This is a game I could have done without. Like everybody making all this hype about Russell Wilson going back to Seattle, it would make sense if Seattle actually had a team that he was going back to play. They don't have a damn team. That first of all, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Russell Wilson playing a rebuilding Seattle team. Wow, Monday night. I mean, this is not. A we know, you know, you know what your boy, you know what your boy Drew Locke. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is not a Monday night game. Like, yeah, Drew Locke is cool and all, but Drew, Drew Locke is not a Monday night kind of guy. I'm sorry to say. Drew Locke is not a Monday night kind of guy. So us building up this Russell Wilson going to play Seattle nonsense, like, bro, this is a garbage a garbage game for Monday night. This is a garbage game for a Monday night. If Denver doesn't wipe the floor with a rebuilding Seattle team, then honestly, we're going to have to ask questions about Russell Wilson and what they got going on in Denver right off the bat. Because this should be go out there, get your business done, and wipe the floor with a rebuilding Seattle team. Get out of my face with this. You waiting for this game. This game is garbage. I was disappointed when I saw this as the first Monday night game. Well, hopefully we can make you feel a little bit better in week two for Monday Night Football because we have a double header for you, and I'll get to that very soon. But with that being said, let me get to the comments section. My boy Lee says, why they got to disrespect Seattle like that? Uh, he also says, never liked Drew Locke, but boy, turn up on them boys. And Fracture One also says, other than my Texans, I'm going to be watching the Matt Ryan and the, uh, watching Matt Ryan and the Colts. Want to see if he can chase away the ghost of the Manning mm-hmm. and Luck. Uh, Fracture One also says it's going to be Russ versus Baker opening Monday opening now, Monday night. See, now it's funny he bring that up because I was actually going to bring that up. I was going to say, you said it's not a draw with Drew Luck, and that's perfectly understandable. But what happens if you have Mr. Baker Mayfield no, as a starting Baker, quarterback? We've because again, we're talking about this right now as it is May seventeenth, mm-hmm. and we're doing again. We're talking about it right now, but. June 17th, this could be a completely different conversation. July 17th could be a different conversation. So we, of course, as always, we have to wait and see what happens. But at the moment, the reason why, again, I'm excited for this matchup is because 
it's funny to me because usually the saying goes, if you're going to trade away a player, you usually trade them to a, to the other conference. You don't you don't trade them within the division. You don't even trade. You don't keep them in the in the conference, right? So for Seattle to trade Russ to the Broncos, thinking that oh, we ain't never gonna see him anytime soon, right? And then to see him week one, I just I just thought it was kind of funny. I just thought it was funny, and I and I that's why I can't wait to see it. I think like drama like that. Of course, drama sells tickets, baby. You don't see Pat Bev on not ESPN this, right now. That's right hey. Now. The drama, drama bro. sells, baby. Drama sells. All right, before we get on to the to the rest of the weeks of the NFL schedule, I do want to bring this up though, Ish. We talked about this in a pregame show. Ah, uh, here we go. And I have a question for everybody that's tuning in. Serious question: Who in the NFL hates the Jets? The reason why I bring this up is because the first nine weeks of this season is very uh, is very interesting. The reason why I bring it up is because the first four weeks of the season, you're playing all of the AFC North teams. Um, you can you can win you one or two of those games, but to play the Ravens, Browns, and Bengals to open up the season, I mean that's a pretty daunting task. I'm just I'm just saying. And then also week five, eight, and nine, you play divisional games with the Dolphins, Patriots, and Bills. And right after uh, the bye at week ten, you play the Patriots again. And if you're a, if you're a Jets fan, I'm pretty sure. You're you're excited as always and hopeful hopeful to go to the Super Bowl, but in reality, this season could be over before it even starts for the Jets. I I, I want them to rebuild and I want them to continue to get better, you know, year in and year out. But man, and look, let me, I, I, look, I know I know you Chiefs fans are about to come in real real quickly and say, yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh the Chiefs schedule you know, is so hard. Who hates, uh, who hates the Jets? Who hates the Jets? Who hates the Chiefs? I mean, the league office clearly has an agenda against the Kansas City Chiefs. If we're just being for, can I can I say something? 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 The reason why the reason why the reason why y'all got that schedule because you can handle it. No, 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 no. Y'all the vets. Y'all the vets out here. The Jets they still rookies. The Jets are still rookies. Here's my problem with that. Here's my problem with that. The last year we got a hard schedule because everybody was talking about Patrick Mahomes and how great the Chiefs were. We had a hard schedule last last um, last year, right? And we started poorly, and everybody was like, "Oh, maybe the Chiefs aren't as good as we thought they were." All this other nonsense, right? Because they wanted to give us a hard schedule throughout the whole year. Then you follow up. So we struggle at first, and then we come back and we actually do well. And because we do well, then you're like, "Oh, you know what?" Maybe that was too easy. Let's go ahead and make it harder. Because you're talking about the Jets, and you're talking about them, who they open up with. Let me just say this. The Jets, yeah, it's kind of tough, all, all right? You got a division game here and there, and you're on the road twice, twice in the first five weeks. But let's pull up the Chiefs schedule, and let's talk about the Chiefs schedule. Let's. Let's. Because you open on the road against Arizona, who, yeah, they finished uh, terribly, but let's talk about how they started the season because this is the start of the season where Cliff Kingsbury tends to make his money and how he gets extensions. All right, true. you open up with the Arizona Cardinals on the road. Then you got Thursday night game, so you're on the road week one, and then you go Thursday night at home against the Chargers. 
a divisional opponent. Then you go on the road again to Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis Colts. And then you're on the road again to Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. And then on Monday night, you follow that up with Derek Carr and the new look Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, come on. You talk about a tougher first five weeks. That is the gauntlet right there in the first five weeks. Y'all can handle it, though. Don't let me add on Buffalo in week six, San Francisco in week seven before you're buying week eight. I mean, they clearly decided, you know what, Kansas City, since everybody's so hyped about Kansas City, since you got Patrick Mahomes. Y'all you got all them bandwagon fans. Y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all can support everything. Y'all good. Nah, I don't, this is the thing. I would prefer they had spread it out a little bit. I don't mind having a tough schedule. But the way they laid the schedule out is the problem I have, man. Like, this is clearly an attack on the Kansas City Chiefs. They're clearly saying, we think this is the best team in the league. And as a result, we're going to set you against the rest of the league by giving you this kind of schedule. I mean, it's clearly biased in the league. They clearly trying to sell tickets and, you know, get ratings out here. So they don't care about the team's well-being. They want us to get hurt early in the season. They attacking the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care about the Jets, man. Yeah, the Jets schedule a little. It's a little tough. I'm not even gonna lie. It's kind of tough. And like you said, they are rookies. They're younger players. But hey, they gonna see what they're made of early on in the season. I don't think people are expecting much from them. So even if they do poorly early in the season, I don't think we're all gonna be like, oh man, it really sucks. I thought they were gonna be, uh, you know, playoff contenders or this was their year. Nobody thinks this is the Jets' year anyway. So if they do poorly, oh, well. But the Chiefs, man, who are supposed to be going back to a Super Bowl, now y'all going to just pile it all on early on? I mean, that's fine. It is what it is. We know who we are in this league. We know how the rest of the league sees us and the fear that everyone has. But oh, I just Lord, think here that we go. absolutely ridiculous that they come out with this schedule and try to call it anything but a sham. Well, those are a lot of words there from Ishmael, if y'all didn't uh, get a chance to listen to that. Uh, Ishmael is obviously is not too happy with the NFL. I thought uh, it was only no, Jets not, fans, no, but not, uh, apparently... I'm not happy with them. I, I mean, I assumed, you know, Chiefs were okay with This is iron, you know, striking iron to make it that much better. I thought this is what the Chiefs would want as a franchise is to continue to play the best, to be the best. That was just my opinion. I mean, again, you said, you know, the Jets aren't the Chiefs and nobody expects them to win, right? So why are we gonna throw are we gonna throw all these tough games and let's let's throw these little pity patty games at them so they no, can get better and get their confidence pity, back no, up. They gotta get better they gotta get better by losing. Losing Bill's character. <sighs> Unfortunately you are correct. I can't Yeah they're gonna have to build their character up. Zach yeah, Wilson yeah. take that beating early on. Yeah yeah I have to agree with you on that one. All right. Frank Wano says one and eight for the Jets with that opening games, uh, with, with the opening games before a bye. Also, Lee says Chiefs are now the youngest projected defense in the NFL. I don't want to hear nada. Well, guess what? You're going to hear out of all they of that. Run, yeah, they run That's what you're going to hear. Early on, they better Y'all be all right. Early. Y'all be all right. Y'all strong. Y'all strong out here. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, let's go ahead and move on to these week one matchups, though. Week one, just like Ish brought up, these new look Raiders take on the L.A. Chargers-ish. Yeah, this is going to be a really good matchup. I mean, any of the AFC West games, you know, to be honest, this year, they should have just put all AFC West games on prime time because they're all going to be really good games. The new-look offenses in the AFC West, 
Um, I'm expecting to see some really good games out of them, so I'm excited about the Raiders. I think that the Raiders are going to be that team where if they can get over that up and down, you know, inconsistency, um, they definitely can challenge uh, for the division this year. The Chargers, it's going to be more the same. You just got to hope that, you know, they're able to close games out. Honestly, ish, it's it's on. It's everything is de- dependent on. I think Josh McDaniels can Josh McDaniels be the mature coach that they need, or just not even be the mature coach, just be the coach that the Raiders need. I think the Raiders uh, last year when, when they was able to uh, rally around, you know, their coach to to make a playoff appearance. I thought they were going to continue to ride with him. I, I didn't see yeah. that. I didn't feel like there was no reason to replace him because of just the just the mojo that was all there for the Raiders, but the Raiders decided to go elsewhere. Josh McDaniels flies under the radar and is able to get this opportunity. Of course, they pick up a, a big a big uh, acquisition with Adams, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. I have the Chargers doing big things this upcoming season, so I think it's a great matchup for both of these teams to see how they come uh, out uh, week one. All right, Packers, Vikings, Um uh, the reason why it's to me a week one matchup to watch is because, and again, I know it's not sexy, but who knows? Maybe this is the the beginning of, of course, another back to back to back MVP for Mr. Aaron Rodgers, or, but which I'm looking forward to is the rise again of Mr. Kirk, Kirk Cousins. I think this is a season that I think this is it for Kirk Cousins. I think this is the season where. If this is not at least an NFC Championship game appearance, like I think he's topped off. My opinion, I and mean, I'm pretty sure people feel like that probably three or four years ago. I'm pretty sure, but if you look at the numbers when it comes to Kirk Cousins, what he's done in the last couple of years, they have been good. The, the team has not been good, and that's okay. They've this uh, this past off season, they've been able to I feel like address those needs. And if they can continue to do what they do on offense and that defense comes together, I think they can seriously challenge the Green Bay Packers for that NFC North. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, this, is not a, this is not a fun game to watch. Um, Green Bay's going to be working through some things. And Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, yeah, this this, this the end of Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, I think. Um or they'll be stuck with him again if they can't find anything better out there on the market. So, yeah, no. Miss me with this game. I know how much you love you some, Kurt. I know how much you do. All right, week two matchups to watch. Thursday night football game, Chargers-Chiefs. You brought it up, Ish. You talked about these matchups that you do have. And I'm let people know right now, hey, the Chiefs are on a lot of these matchups to watch. Because besides the Chiefs being a sexy name, a, a team, and also Mr. Patrick Mahomes being uh, just a great quarterback and being able to throw that, sling that thing sidearm, they're going to be on TV a lot, and they're going to be playing some of these tough teams. So uh, you have a you have a very short turnaround after Week One and going right into uh, Thursday Night Football. Uh, then also as well, we have our first and only uh, doubleheader Monday Night Football game with the Titans and the Bills uh, playing. In Buffalo, and then of course you have Vikings Eagles playing in Philadelphia ish. Again, th- these Monday night matchups, like, come on now, who wants to watch the Titans on Monday night? I don't want to watch the. I don't want to watch the Titans on Monday night. I want to watch Derrick Henry run the ball, you know, five hundred times. Uh, Buffalo, you know, that's gonna be that's the interesting part of the game, I guess. 
Um, Minnesota, again, why? I don't want to watch Minnesota on Monday night. The Eagles, I'm interested to see how this offense looks uh, from the Eagles, but realistically, I'm not. I'm also not really interested in watching the Eagles either, so... You're kind of you're kind of in that middle ground. Like, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. I want to see it, but not really. Yeah, not, but not really. It's not really like a Monday night thing, you know. I'm these Monday, Sunday, and Thursday games. They're games that I'm like, man, you know, I really want to see this. If it's gonna be a game that's the only game on, and it's outside of my area, and I get you know a relief from watching the Texans, I at least want it to be a good game. And these games are just kind of like, yeah. I'm kind of interested, but really, mm. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, with the Titans not having AJ Brown anymore, uh, be completely honest, not really too much to watch over there on the offensive side of the ball, especially with Mr. You know, Tannehill no, slinging that thing. So, to play, I'd be interested. I, no, I you're not. Was later, no, you won't. Was later in the season. All right. But, well, I like that. I would like the drama of Malik Willis probably getting in. You know, there is, there is, there is no drama. There is. I'm letting you know right now. There is no drama. Letting you know right now. Just. I've, I'm watching the film on Malik. I'm not impressed, but <laughs> I'm I'm very serious. I, I'm not. I'm watching. I'm talking about camp right now. Like I'm not impressed the way his ball is coming out of his hand. I'm not impressed with any of this. Any of it. I mean, again, I hope he's going to be a great, a good player, up to being a great player. But at the moment in camp, and again, camp don't mean anything until you actually get into the game, right? But right now, I'm just. I don't see anything where I'm just like, yeah, that's the next Patrick Mahomes. I don't see that. But anyways, comments from Fracture Wanda. He says, what do y'all think about the Chargers schedule release video? Uh, I saw it. It was a nice little anime video. That was pretty cool. I think that's one of those things when it comes to the social media marketing teams uh, for all sports. Hey, y'all have an opportunity to be as creative as y'all want to on social media. So why not? And I think the L.A. Chargers took full advantage, especially with uh, being in a market like L.A. where you have so many different demographics that watch any and everything and to do an anime it was pretty badass yeah it was pretty cool it was pretty cool i liked it a lot um i thought it was dope um but yeah hopefully more teams do some creative stuff like this i agree and uh speaking of things that happen overseas let's go ahead and switch gears right quick and talk about these international games the nfl have coming up and before we get to our, our our friend ishmael's favorite team the london jags let's talk about the first game on that slate the vikings and the saints they'll be playing in tottingham hotspur stadium in london uk that'll be october 2nd at 9 30 eastern so if you are in houston when you wake up around eight o'clock be ready for some football early october that's gonna be I honestly love that ish. I don't know about you, but I I love being able to wake up in the morning and turn on to some football. I mean, I, yeah, I wish it wasn't a team like Minnesota, but you know, maybe we'll here we go get them out of the way. I understand. I understand. I know how much you love you some uh, Kirk Cousins. All right, second game we have the New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers. They'll also be playing in Tottenham. Uh, they'll be playing the week after uh, October 9th, again at nine thirty Eastern. Uh, and then of course we have the Denver Broncos versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, look. The London you, Jaguars. My, my, my apologies. You are correct. It's the London Jaguars, who, will, of course, will be playing in Wembley Stadium in London. Um, and if you do know the track record of the Jaguars in London, they, they surprisingly are kind of decent. So this might be a game where. Yeah, don't, don't, they're the home team for sure, yeah, man. And they are, but I'm just saying they 
for some reason they like going over the, over the pond and 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 winning a game or two. Maybe they need to yep. seriously think about staying over there. Who knows? All right, though, thing. might might be. All right, now this is an interesting matchup: the Seahawks versus, versus the Buccaneers because this will be the first game that we played in Germany. Yeah. Uh, the stadium will, uh, the the uh, host country will be uh, Bayern Munich. It will of course be in Munich, Germany. It'll be the stadium will be Al- Allianz Arena. I think I, I think I said Allianz. 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 Thank you, Ish. Thank you, Ish. And of course, uh, to be playing in. Uh, Germany. I'm pretty sure Tom uh, Tom Brady is the best in, uh, best ambassador to be able to go over there and represent the NFL well, and they'll of course treat him as the king that he is, and everybody will will love Tom Brady. You'll have a whole bunch of twelve jerseys in the in the stands, and it'll be another great game over there for them. And to wrap up the international games, you have the 49ers versus the Cardinals, and that will be in Mexico City um, on November 21st uh, at eight. 15 Eastern time. I think that's going to be a cool one because uh, they played a they played a couple of games in Mexico before, so this isn't the first time. But when they do have games in Mexico, those games are lit. It looks like an actual a football game uh, when it comes to the way the stands are. They are they are enjoying themselves and uh, to, to for the NFL to be able to have a game out there. There are plenty of Mexican American uh, football players that have come through the NFL um, and, and to be able to continue to extend that olive branch to mexico hey you gotta you gotta love that one ish yeah yeah i'm uh, you know that's gonna be a good one um i always like the 49ers cardinals games they always really entertaining and for it to be in mexico it's gonna be an electric environment so yeah that'll be a fun one to watch beautifully said beautifully said let's get to the comments right quick fresh one that says i see wills wills willis as a haskins type player i definitely can see that as well also says, imagine Jags get Danny Dimes somehow and move to London. That would be Ish's new favorite team. Most definitely, yeah. If that happens, uh, I mean, I'm gonna go buy the gear and everything. Let's let's not get him too hype right so far. Let's 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 calm him down. Let's calm him tits down. All right, get back to the matchup. Week three, Packers Buccaneers. Um, Ishmael, of course, we have the matchup of. Some of the greatest quarterbacks to ever touch a football going against each other. And this could be the last time that they could play against each other, depending on if Mr. Brady wants to go into the booth. Uh, also, it could be the the it could be one of two matchups. Maybe they can meet up again in the playoffs. So I think this is a cool matchup to look at, look forward to in week three-ish. Yeah, definitely. It's a fun matchup. It's always a good time when Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady get together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's go ahead and move on to week four matchups. We have, of course, Russell Wilson versus the new look Raiders-ish. Yeah, that'll be a good one again. AFC West, uh, definitely look forward to seeing how those teams play. Uh, Broncos defense, how are they going to play against, you know, now. uh, My matchup of the game, Devontae Adams versus PS2, I'm excited about that. I want to see PS2 against all these, uh, you know, number one receivers in the AFC West and how he does because if he's able to play well and that Bronco defense plays well, you would think with Russell Wilson now they may be able to replicate what happened when they had Peyton Manning come to the team and you know potentially go on a Super Bowl run. So I'm excited to see some of these games that the Broncos have against these tougher matchups. I definitely agree. A lot of people are hoping and praying, as well, especially Bronco fans, that Russell Wilson can recreate the magic that Peyton Manning brought over and. Maybe win a couple more championships. And, again, it's not just Peyton Manning. Of course, uh, 
Mr. John Elway himself uh, waited kind of until the last of his, end of his end of his career to be able to finally host that Lombardi Trophy as well. So it seems like the Broncos have some type of magic over there when it comes to the aging quarterbacks coming over and and uh, winning a couple Super Bowls before they retire. All right, Chiefs versus Buccaneers. We talked about that a little bit before-ish. Of course, this is a rematch of last year's game as well. Uh, how do you feel about your Kansas City Chiefs heading into Tampa? I mean, I think until Tom Brady retires, the league is just going to make this, uh, you know, a yearly game of the GOAT versus the kids. So, hey, it is what it is. It comes with the territory. You know, I'm interested to see how we do. That's interested to see how you do, that's all? I mean, games this early, they don't really mean much. They don't. In they the don't. grand scheme of things, so... A lot of stuff we really you really take with a grain of salt early in the season. There's some games that you know you at the end of the season you look back on and say, "Man, we should have got that one." Uh, every week definitely does matter, but uh, yeah, it's it's as we saw last year when we saw the the, the Bucks and the, and the Cowboys kick off the season. We saw how they ended the season, right? So, you know, this is the the NFL season is not a perfect science. It's 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 a weird one. All right, Rams versus Forty Niners. Uh, I think this will be. A damn good matchup just because of how the 49ers play the Rams. Uh, this divisional matchup is is a is a interesting one. The way that they battle against each other, the Rams could only the Rams could have half their roster on IR and they'll still find a way to match up with the Rams. That's just how the 49ers are. Uh, and for it to be a week four matchup, hopefully everybody for the most part will be healthy. I'm uh, very excited to see how this game goes. Ish. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of questions to be answered before this game and before the season starts. Is Debo going to continue to be there? Uh, what's going to happen with Jimmy G? Is uh, Trey Lance finally going to, you know, take the, the starting reins? Um, but like you said, it doesn't matter if half the team is on IR. The 49ers just seem to love to play against the Rams, and they always find a way uh, to give them a really hard time. So either way, it's going to be a good game. Definitely agree on that one, sir. Let me get to this comment right quick from Fracture Wanda. He says, and he spoke. He was speaking about the uh, Chiefs and Buccaneers game, passing of the torch game, right here. Is that is that what you could maybe see? That is. Yeah, Ish? yeah. I think that's kind of how they they're setting it up. The passing of the torch. You know, like I said, it's the goat versus the kid. Um, people. A lot of what people are calling, you know, the the next goat, who people think is going to be the next goat. So. Uh, yeah, definitely passing the torch there, and that's why this matchup is, you know, going to be played, I think, until he retires. Hmm. Interesting words right there, sir. All right, week five matchups to watch for. Cowboys-Rams, of course, um, that will be a – well, I'll be honest with you. This probably would have been a better matchup last year with the way that the Cowboys offense was, uh, but just because of – Let's just be real, because it is America's team, uh, we do tend to hype up the Cowboys a little bit higher than they need to be. But um, with Dakota making an appearance in this game, I, I think this game would be a lot closer than you think. And also, depending on how the Cowboys come out these first four weeks of the season, maybe they can pull off a upset, stunner, shock, or whatever you want to call it, and maybe still a game in L.A., kind of like what the Titans did last year when they went into L.A. and beat the Rams. Yeah, I mean, um, we may get to week five and this not even be a matchup to watch depending on you how might, the Cowboys you might be right. Play. You might um, be right. I mean, 
the Cowboys aren't as hyped this year as they were last year, and I think for good reason. Uh, there's still a lot of question marks on this Cowboys team. We're still not sure what we're going to get. There were a lot of pieces that move. Um, so I'm kind of intrigued to see this, but at the same time, I do feel like we tend to hype the Cowboys up more than they need to be um, just because, you know, we want them to be this great team leading the NFC East and they don't always meet those expectations. So like I said, we'll see when we get to week five, but it might not even be a matchup to watch by the time we get there. I don't know about it. everybody wants to see the Cowboys be great, but yeah, that's know, true. Not everybody. Not we everybody. love to hate them. We love to love them. You know that kind of sort of thing. All right, let's move on to the Bengals versus the Ravens, a divisional matchup that, um, looking, you know, last year looking back on it, you probably just said, hey, you know, Bengals, Ravens, whatever. But now, you know, you got the AFC defending champions coming into Baltimore. Uh, you have a hopefully healthy Baltimore Ravens team, a full Baltimore Ravens team that feels, I'll be honest with you, Ish, this, this feels like Angry Birds revenge season if I'm the Ravens. Like, I'm dead, no, I'm dead ass serious. If I'm the Ravens, much as, as a Titans fan, I can't stand the Ravens with him, but if I'm the Ravens and I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm coming into this season with my hair ablaze because you want to prove all of the doubters wrong. You want to prove everybody that feel like, you know, Lamar ain't this, Lamar ain't that. You know, we all all the players that we lost last year from injury, you know, uh, not being able to do what they wanted to do on offense. I think they feel slighted in a way that they want to prove everybody wrong, especially trading away Hollywood Brown, not having a number one really right now at the moment. Um, I, this wouldn't surprise me at all if we see some old school Ravens type of football to where the defense is going to be the one creating turnovers, creating these big momentum shifting type of plays, and the offense will capitalize on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most definitely. I'm excited to see what the Ravens have to offer. I'm excited to see, you know, what they're going to do now that they're getting a lot of people back. They're going to be healthy. And, yeah, people want to see if the Bengals are going to be able to repeat uh, what they were able to do last year and, you know, somehow find a way to make it back to the Super Bowl. So it should be exciting. I mean, it's always kind of exciting when these teams play. And um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not disappointed with this matchup at all. Um, you know, early in the season because I like to see it early, and then I think I'd like to see another one late in the season just to see you know how much the teams grow. Definitely agree with you on that. All right, let's move on to another divisional matchup: Raiders Chiefs. Of course, like we talked about, a lot of Chiefs on here, a lot of Raiders on here when it comes to games to watch out for this Week Five matchup. Um, ish, I think this one could be. One where we look back and later on the season and say this was maybe the game to get one of these teams going into the next part of the NFL season, uh, especially playing in Arrowhead. It's going to be an electric game, and I'm, I'm again, I'm excited to see this one. Yeah, it's always a hard-fought game when the Raiders play the Chiefs. For some reason, it's like the Raiders Super Bowl. Uh, even if they're struggling in a year, they'll always play the Chiefs really hard. So um, I always like when these two teams get together because it's always a really good game. Um, and, you know, th this is a test right here in the division, another test for that young um, defense, the young secondary, because there are going to be a lot of young pieces, you know, flowing in that secondary. This is a test here. You got Devontae Adams coming in with Derek Carr, um, you know, uh, what's his name? My boy, the, uh, the tight end as well. Darren um, Waller. Yeah, Waller. So, I mean, it's going to be a really good matchup to see, you know, how these two teams uh, come out and uh, – Bragging rights are on the line, honestly. 
Yes, sir. Um, again, it'd be one of two meetings between them. Who knows? Maybe three in the playoffs. You know, so we'll see how that goes. All right, let's get into week six, six matchups. Bengals versus Saints. Might not be that sexy of a name, but with the return of Jameis, with the moves that the Saints are making on all, on the, the uh, I'm sorry, in the offseason at the moment, and with Joe Burrow being able to make a return back to Louisiana where he's kind of the king, it, I think this is going to be a very interesting type of game because he's going to get that love. Like they, They're going to show love. New Orleans is going to show love to him because of what he was able to do at LSU. But they're not going to just let him come in there and do what he wants to do and be Joe Cool. But I also want to see what James Wilson, Wilson, what Winston has as well. He'll be back coming off of his ACL injury. And I think this could be a really, really good undercover matchup to watch in week six-ish. Yeah, I'm just hoping Drew Brees come back. I don't want to watch James. Really? Really? I don't want to watch Drew Brees, so suck it. I want to watch Drew Brees instead of Jameis. Uh, that would make this matchup all that much better. No, I don't. I don't want to watch Drew Brees. <laughs> we'll agree. We'll agree to disagree on that one, sir. That's fine. That's why. That's why I knew you won't. That's fine. All right, let's go ahead and move on to uh, the last year divisional uh, famous coin flip game: the Bills versus the Chiefs back in Arrowhead. Ish, you talked about how tough the schedule is. You want to talk about this game? Yeah, Bills Chiefs again. Um, a lot of people would say potential AFC Championship game. Uh, a lot of people last year thought it was going to be the AFC Championship game. It's going to be a hard fought game once again. And I'm interested once, just like I said last week, I'm interested to see how this young secondary young defense does against somebody like Josh Allen. That's going to be the name of the game for the Chiefs this season. To be honest, they got a young defense. Um, they've got a lot of pieces that they changed, mainly in the secondary. Uh, how do these secondary pieces um, match up against some of these really good quarterbacks that they have to play? They got to face Derek Carr. They got to face uh, Justin Herbert. They got to face Josh Allen this year. They got to face Tom Brady. Like they are going to have to run the gauntlet when it comes to top quarterbacks in the league. And this is just yet another one of those matchups. And I think as you get later in the season, you know, it is going to be nice for them to get uh, these guys out of the way and then maybe later in the season be able to catch a break, you know, kind of take a deep breath and hopefully be in the hunt for the playoffs and, you know, make a run in the playoffs after you get a little bit of an easier schedule on the back end. Um, yeah. But, you know, this tough gauntlet at the beginning is going to be interesting to see because, you know, like I said, heavy hitting these first couple of weeks, how do you respond? Because you got, you know, a tough matchup in week five and then you follow that up with the Bills here. How do you respond? How do you, uh, you know, bounce back if you lose or how do you keep the momentum going if you win? Now you, hit the head, you hit the nail on the head on that one, especially with the back end, hoping that the schedule kind of lightens up on you to where you can make that run into – the playoffs. All right, let's get into week seven matchups. I this matchup could be depending on Deshaun Watson circum uh, situation and how they the NFL decides to levy down their own punishment for with Deshaun Watson. It could it be four games? Could it be six games? Could it be eight games? Of course, we do not know yet. Could be zero games. We'll have to of course wait and see what happens with the whole investigation part. 
just a couple of days ago, report was uh, that Deshaun Watson and NFL were meeting about disciplinary actions. So who knows? That timeline could be coming out sooner rather than later. And let's just say it is six weeks that he is missing six games. And he makes his debut week seven. He makes his debut in Baltimore against the Ravens, and they're going to build that game up when it comes to these dual-threat quarterbacks and to see Lamar versus Deshaun Watson go at it. I think that's going to be a hell of a game to watch. I hope, and again, just talking football-wise, I hope Deshaun is able to play week one because he will actually have a grasp of everything, the offense, be in shape, all that good stuff, to hopefully have this game be as great as it should. You do know, I don't think Ish, and I'm pretty sure Ish will agree with me, I don't think you will want this game to be your first game coming back. But if it is, hype-wise, it's definitely going to be there. Yeah, I doubt this is his first game back, to be honest. If they do suspend him, I doubt he gets anything less than eight games. I definitely think their bye week being in week nine is kind of a strategic thing from the league Mm -hmm. because I do think at at minimum it's eight games. Um, If they suspend him at all, um, But this is a good matchup regardless of Deshaun Watson plays or not. Um, I think even with Jacoby Brissett in at quarterback here, I think it's going to be a good matchup. That Browns defense, I'm interested to see how that defensive line does against this run offense um, from the Baltimore Ravens. And then um, on the the flip side, you know, they got a pretty good run game in Cleveland as well. So um, it's going to be a pounded out kind of tough-nosed game. And I like those games really when it comes to the AFC North. So, uh, yeah, I'll be excited to watch this game regardless of if Deshaun Watson plays or not. If he does play, you know, is this going to make it all that more entertaining? Yes, sir. Let's get into week eight matchups. Ravens versus the Bucks. Again, you have you have present GOAT, maybe future GOAT. I know we talked about that with the, the Lamar. I mean, I'm sorry, with Patrick Mahomes. Some people maybe feel that way about Lamar Jackson. Just have to add a couple more accolades and, you know, we'll go from there. But to have Lamar go against... Tom Brady, who Tom Brady called him, Tom Brady called Lamar Jackson the GOAT, right? So that's all, all how you see one another. It's all at the end of the day, it's friendly competition. But with this game ish, is this actually going to live up to the hype? I think it will. Mm, I don't know that it will per se. Um, it, with the with the Ravens, it's a, it's always kind of hit or miss. They have the really good games. They have the ability to be electrifying and to be captivating. Um, but they also have the ability to be a team that, because they are so run-heavy, run-dominated, uh, if a team does game plan and get the game plan right, it, it just isn't fun to watch. It isn't a good game. It just looks messy. It looks kind of gimmicky and... You know, from my standpoint, against the Buccaneers, I don't know how I feel about this game, to be honest. Um, It it might be exciting. It might not. It's one of those games where you're hoping it's going to be great and it's going to live up to the hype. And in reality, it probably could turn into a one-sided just beat down. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's let's hope that it is not. All right, let's go to Monday Night Football: Bengals versus Browns, AFC North divisional matchup. Um, again, depending on how the suspension is with Deshaun Watson, um, this could be the last game that he misses if it is an eight-game suspension, so he won't see him on Monday Night Football. But if he is present, ish, lay down 
how your feelings on in this game because this is this could be a hell of a matchup. I mean, to be honest, the Browns this season, if if and when Deshaun Watson plays, um, they're must-see TV, to be honest. They have that level, uh, caliber of offense. I think that they have been a quarterback short. Um, no disrespect to Baker Mayfield, but I just think that he doesn't. He really wasn't as electrifying as a Deshaun Watson could be. Even with the Houston Texans, when Deshaun Watson was playing, you wanted to watch the Houston Texans play because of Deshaun Watson. You didn't care about anything else, but you wanted to watch Deshaun Watson play. I think in an offense like Cleveland, you're going to be excited to see him with weapons that can produce and do things. They got Amari Cooper. Of course, they got the two-headed monster back there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see regardless if – but like I said in the last game with them – Regardless of if he plays or not, I'm excited to watch this game. I think that these games are always very interesting. I want to see Joey B go out there and do, um, make a statement, especially on Monday Night Football. And the Browns, they still play well. I still think that they can play well. And we don't know what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield as of right now. Baker could be playing this game. That would be a nightmare. But not, yeah. not to watch, but it will be a nightmare for the Browns if Baker Mayfield's still there and he's playing. I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that bridge is already, uh, you know, has been been burnt, and uh, I don't think there's any way going back if it I if think it happens. Has to be if your Baker's camp, because clearly nobody wants you. Well, I'm not saying you're wrong, but maybe Baker might have a change of heart and say, "I don't mind being a backup somewhere." But we have to, of course, as always, wait and see. We want to wait and see on that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, week nine matchups, Rams versus Buccaneers. Of course, the NFC rematch from uh, the championship game rematch from last year where the Rams were, of course, able to uh, uh, take care of business and make their way to a Super Bowl. Ish, do you see this game going the same for the Rams or a little bit different? Uh, I think it's going to go – I think it's going to be mm, – I don't know to be honest. It's a it's a coin <laughs> toss um, on this one. I, so I have, it, my, my, I have a question for you. Okay, before you answer, so are you telling me that you feel like the Buccaneers are going to be as good as their Super Bowl run, or even as no, last year? No. Okay. Be, was, no, I'm just I'm just asking. To be honest, I was just about to say, you know, you got all these Buccaneers matchups, but I'm not actually that excited to watch the Buccaneers this year. I don't I don't know what to to expect from them. But I'm not really excited to watch many of the Buccaneers games. And uh, I'm happy I, and I'm happy you say that because the only reason why I put in a lot of these Buccaneer matches is because of like you just talked about before. You watch certain teams because of the quarterback and mainly because of Tom Brady. This could be Tom Brady's last final season. And a lot of these a lot of these games are going to be televised. A lot of these games, even though you might not want to see Tampa Bay or even Tom Brady, are going to be shown because of Tom Brady. So some of these matchups are going to be a little bit better just due to Tom Brady's presence. That's why I have a lot of these games in these in these matchups. Yeah, I mean, and I understand that, and I think that you know a lot of people. If it starts to become more clear that this is last year, it's going to be one of those farewell a farewell tours, right? Where you know everybody wants to get in there a little like, oh man, this is the last time this matchup between Tom Brady and Matt Stafford and, and all that other nonsense. But um, yeah, I just I'm not really excited about this Buccaneers team to be honest. And the Rams, 
let's remember the Rams were really good and then they were kind of not doing too hot for a little bit and then they started to pick it up again. So with the Rams, you never know what you're going to receive. But let's be real though. That was the first year of of Stafford being in an offense. That was them that was them getting their feet wet. He did exactly what I, I the way I saw it was he did the exact type or the sorry, the team did the exact thing that Tom Brady did his first year with the Bucks. They didn't start off hot. They started off a little, you know, uh, out of a little stumbled out of the gates a little bit. They picked it up after week eight when they made when when pretty much Bruce Arians said, "All right, Tom, you got the horse and you can go ahead and, and ride the horse now." And after that, everything changed. And of course, they won a Super Bowl. That's how I saw it with the Rams and Matt Stafford. And now with him being a lot more comfortable in this offense, no more Robert Woods, unfortunately. But you get Allen Robertson. I mean. If no I'm OBJ, at Stafford, no Robert Woods. I mean, yeah, Allen Robinson comes over. But but again, if I'm if I'm at Stafford, dude, I'm comfortable. Like I'm good. I just I just I, I want to get back on the field just so we can continue to keep recreating this magic that we've had with the team that we have, and let's let's go out there and go win some more games. If I again, that's that's my opinion. If I'm at Stafford, all right, Fractor Warner says I think they're going to be seven and ten. In my opinion, for the Bucks, that's some that's some very bold words. Seven and ten for a Tom Brady team. Woo! You haven't seen that in a very long time. So, no. be interesting to see what happens with that. Let's go ahead and move on. Sunday night football game: the Titans versus the Chiefs. Rematch of the 2019 AFC Championship game. Um, yeah, I don't really want to talk about those bad times for myself when I was in Kansas City <laughs> freezing my butt off and uh, watching this game with my beautiful wife. And remember, I, I remember I went. I was able to see a very Great man after the game. His name is Ishmael Sirion. He was able to meet me after the game because he was in Kansas City rooting on for those for those dirty, dirty Chiefs. And with that being said, um, honestly, I think the Chiefs take this game. I, I don't know what to make of the Titans, honestly, right now. I really don't know don't how they're going to look. Uh, we, know, we, we know what the Chiefs are going to look like. But with this game, I'll be honest with you, Ish. If the Titans win this game, to me, I feel like it don't mean shit. Only reason why I say that is because... The Titans are. What are you going to do, with Ryan Tannehill, in the playoffs? And we'll talk. We'll talk about that in another episode and for another day. But we know what the Titans can do in the regular season. You can win 10, 11, 12 games. That's great. That's cool. But what are you going to do in the playoffs? We know Patrick Mahomes. You know, when it comes to regular season, we don't care about that. We want to know if you can continue to do what you do in postseason and win Super Bowls. So for this matchup, it's it's hype. But reality, whoever wins, nobody wins. If that makes sense. All right, Monday Night Football game for Week 9, Ravens versus Saints. I got another Saint matchup on here as well. Again, you have two different type of style quarterbacks. You have a very athletic quarterback, Lamar Jackson, and a very pocket-present-oriented type of quarterback with Jameis who can do a little hip thrusting of changing of the hips to elude defenders. And I think this is going to be a very underrated Monday Night Football game. I think this game is going to be a lot better than people think. You look at this match and you say, I rate it. Ravens, Saints, eh, I guess. But I think this game is going to be good, Ish. Um, yeah, I guess. See, I, exactly. I told you. That's how people are going to look at it. But week nine, mark my words, it's going to be a good game. I, I guess. Week 10, let's go ahead and get into it. Now, this matchup, this is the one that people, a lot of people have been waiting on. Mr. Mike McCartney making his return back to Green Bay. And we get to see, you know, can Mike McCartney do a make a game plan to subdue his his boy Aaron Rodgers and, and make sure he doesn't pop off? 
Or is Aaron Rodgers gonna let Mike McCartney know? You know, just let you know, Mike, I was running this ship over here. Is that what he's going to... It's going to be very interesting. This is another I guess. Because, once again, we don't know what the Cowboys going to look like, so... Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not... Again, I'm not mad at that answer. But I do like the drama that ensues with... Oh, yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. McCartney going up to Green Bay. Week 11, we have a couple of... Okay, matchup, nothing too great. That's why we go ahead and fast forward week 12. And week 12 is actually, of course... The Thanksgiving games, uh, when it comes to, of course, our everybody's favorite, the Detroit Lions hosting the, Lions out for the bro. <laughs> screw tradition, get them out of there, please. The Detroit Lions, of course, hosting the Buffalo Bills, the Cowboys, everybody America's favorite team, hosting the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings, and everyone's favorite quarterback, Captain America, Kirk Cousins, will of course will be hosting the. New England Patriots and Mac Jones Express. Ish, your thoughts on Thanksgiving game? I'm just looking forward to one hand Danny Dumb. Screw the rest of those games. One hand. One hand. One hand Danny. I'm just waiting to see him beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That'll be a wonderful Thanksgiving present for me. All right, anybody that's tuning in, if you do not want the Lions and or the Cowboys to appear on Thursday uh, Thanksgiving games anymore, let us know in the comment section because I want to hear your thoughts on that. I miss when A and M play UT. Those were those were good days. Those were good days. Those were good days. All right, a Week Twelve matchup also as well: Rams versus Chiefs. Again, ish, you got a lot of heavy hitters. AFC side, NFC side, a lot of heavy hitters going into Week Twelve. It doesn't get it doesn't get too much easier. Um, Super Bowl matchup, you know, could be. I'll go ahead and market as everybody will say potential Super Bowl matchup. Definitely, definitely could be. Not not uh, mad at that prediction at all. Man, don't don't do one hand Danny like that, man. I don't want to hear that. One hand Danny's not going to the Vikings. Uh, are we gonna? Is this a trade we got going on? Danny Dimes for Kurt? Is that what we're Davis doing? Mills gonna choke it away, and then one hand Danny Dimes. Gets traded to Houston and he revitalizes the franchise. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, week thirteen matchups: Broncos Rams. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Broncos Ravens. Of course, yeah. Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson. That should be a hell of a matchup. You have uh, Denver coming into Baltimore. Uh, yeah. and, and here's the thing about this: it's not just on the offensive side of the ball for this matchup. The defensive side of the ball for both teams. I think it's going to be very interesting to watch, too, uh, when it comes to how they play their perspective, uh, uh, perspective quarterbacks, uh, the, the Denver Broncos defense trying to match up with Lamar and, of course, vice versa with the Ravens and Russell Wilson. Ish, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, the matchups there. You know, it's going to be a good matchup uh, from a philosophy standpoint with Denver uh, stopping that Baltimore run game. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Definitely agree. Fractuana says they need to hit the shuffle button on Thanksgiving games, bruh. Not mad at that. Most definitely. I had to go ahead and throw this one out here. They didn't think the Texans were going to get any love this episode, but they are. This is, of course... Deshaun Watson's return back to Houston. Yep. And like I've already stated, when this when the schedule came out, I might have to be in the stadium for this one ish. I might have to book me a ticket to NRG to go and see this one, and I might have my Deshaun Watson Browns jersey on for that one because 
If if I know Deshaun Watson like I don't know him, I think that boy mentally is gonna go out there and throw him not not four, not five, not six, but probably seven touchdowns out there on 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 the Houston Texans, and and, and that's depending on how bad of a defense the Texans that I expect for the Texans defense to be. They'll be okay, you know. They'll they'll have they'll they'll they won't be bottom. They won't be I'm sorry the last defense out there in the NFL, but they'll be bottom half for the most part and. If Deshaun Watson wants to uh, put an exclamation point on leaving Houston, that definitely will be uh, the best way to do it. Yeah, that'll be an interesting game to watch if he's playing. Yeah, he should be. Let's let's hope. Let's let's hope he is. Fresh one that says, "Me too." X got to be in the building, yes sir. If we, hey, if we, hey, yes, you might have to make that trip too, playboy. You might have to come over and come with us. Maybe All right, not. let's uh, talk about this other. Uh, reunion game where you have Tennessee Titans going into Philadelphia. Of course, A.J. Brown will be playing as his former team. Uh, that, I think, is a very um, great be deal to have right because here's the here's the, the gist, and I'll just give y'all a Titans insider on how people feel about A.J. Brown. Me, as a realistic person and somebody that has seen a lot of Titans football, uh, A.J. Brown easily had the potential to be the best wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans to ever play for the Titans, period. He easily could have. That's just my opinion. But some people feel like with his continuation of injuries, especially in his knee, that he was sooner or later going to become damaged goods. I don't agree with that so much, but I do know that when it comes to knees, there's something not to play with. Um, he has not missed that much time over his three years in the NFL, but if he wants to prove everybody wrong, I think Philadelphia probably is the best place to do it. He could become T.O. 2.0 for them when it comes to adding that wide receiver spark to that offense and can maybe get to an NFC Conference Championship game and, of course, even a Super Bowl. But A.J. Brown has a great opportunity Week 13 to show the Titans why they should have kept him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I I like when play you know players uh, play their old teams, and definitely want to see that. Definitely agree. Now, again, this 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 week thirteen is a matchup of teams or coaches playing or coaching against their former teams. Now you have the Miami Dolphins going to Santa Clara to play against Mr. Kyle Shanahan, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, former former. Uh, Head coach, I'm sorry, head coach of 49ers. Of course, we have the Miami Dolphins' new coach, uh, used to be, of course, on that staff for the 49ers. So to come in and maybe uh, beat the mentor, uh, it'd be very interesting to see if that's something that could possibly happen. I honestly doubt it just due to going from the East Coast to the West Coast. We know how those games are. But I like the matchup. I'm I'm excited to see that game, and we'll see how that goes. All right, let's go ahead and keep moving. Week 15, Patriots versus Raiders. Again, another reunion game. You have Mr. Mr. Belichick coming into Las Vegas to go against his former assistant, Mr. Josh McDaniels. And if you know anything about football, you should definitely know Mr. Bill Belichick's record against his former assistants. Let's just say they're pretty damn good. And knowing Bill Belichick, he will find some way – to win this game, and if I'm if if I'm a betting man, I'll put my money on the Patriots. That's just my opinion. Ish. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Uh, I always like those Bill Belichick versus uh, 
his uh, disciples, <laughs> if we're gonna call them that, we'll uh, call them that. We'll call them that. Bill Belichick versus disciples, kind of like I like watching Nick Saban versus his disciples, yes, yes, his uh, disciples, yep, collegiate level. So uh, yeah, I'm always in- entertained by these games. So I, I'm looking forward to this one. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to the Monday Night Football game: the Rams Packers. Another uh, NFC clash uh, yeah, could be could could be NFC Championship game preview. Um, or even a divisional matchup, depending on how they seed in the NFC. Uh, but to have this, this is what Ish was talking about. Monday Night Football games, this is what Ish wants to see right here. Yeah, this is what I want to see on a Monday Night Football game. Not that other nonsense that y'all got going on early in the season. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, we also have uh, Christmas Day games as well. First time in a very long time that the NFL will be having uh, Christmas Day games and the three games you'll have the Packers versus Dolphins, Broncos versus Rams, and Buccaneers versus Cardinals. Ish out of those three, what game intrigues you? Um, to be honest, the game that intrigues me the most out of those games probably the Broncos and the Rams, only because uh, two really good defenses. Um, and now with the addition of Russell Wilson, the Broncos' offense is going to look a little bit better, a little more exciting than. Um, with with my boy uh, Theodore, so uh, Theodore. yeah, I'm excited about that game. I am intrigued about the Dolphins this year, um, only to see this Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle whole mystery that we got going on. I'm interested to see it. I just want to see what's going on. At this point, I might already be bored with it, and we might already know it's a failed experiment. But I'm I do want to see early in the season what this looks like. Um, and then Buccaneers and Cardinals, you know, it'll depend on Cliff and whether or not he has decided to coach Woo! the team for the entire season. Um, I, I don't think he has yet decided to coach the team for an entire season. So we might not even need to tune into this game because this might be yeah. his vacation time. <laughs> yeah, on that. You said a mouthful on that one, sir. I'll just I'll just get to those last two games you talked about, the, the Dolphins and also with the Cardinals. Two teams that started off on completely different spectrums and ended the season on two completely different spectrums to where the Cardinals started off hot, ended off uh, and flamed out. Dolphins started off very shaky. You thought that the Dolphins sees that, that, that maybe somebody was throwing games. Stephen Ross. Anyways, that uh, to where that the Dolphins maybe just didn't want to play, and all of a sudden, of course, they 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 was able to finish the season out very strong, and and I feel like maybe using that momentum into the off season to get better and to get better better players. And I agree with you, Ish. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what we're going to see from Miami, but I do know if Tua is can't get the players that they need the ball where they need it to be, they're going to get somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying like it's 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 this is interesting, ish. Like that 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 whole Miami experience experiment, I should say. I, I it's gonna be interesting. I'm just leave it at that. All right, week 17. Let's go ahead and wrap these games up. Broncos Chiefs, of course, divisional matchup to uh, end the season, and, and we'll get to week 17 and 18 when it comes to it's going to be pretty much nothing but divisional matchups. Uh, week week eight, well, week 18 will be nothing but divisional matchups, and get to that shortly. But a lot of these last last four weeks of the season going to be a lot of movement in the division because the NFL set it up that way on purpose. Uh, so if if you suck at your division, hey, that that could cost you. If you're if you can if you can take care of your divisional. Um, needs, you know, that might be the way that you're able to even make the playoffs uh, when it comes to wild card purposes. 
uh, if you're not able to win in division. Yeah, I, I like these division matchups at the end because it makes it a little bit more entertaining, especially for these divisions that are supposed to be competitive, which everybody thinks the AFC West is going to be very competitive this year. I think yep. that it will be competitive this year. So these games, definitely love to see them. Definitely agree. Week 17, Louis got us a nice match. Uh, some nice matchup. Week 17. Yeah, Sunday Night Football Battle of, of LA. Of course, the defending champ versus the, let's be real, the the LA Clippers of the NFL right now at the moment when it comes to the Chargers and trying to make a name for themselves. And who knows, maybe this could be the game that can help turn some turn some uh, some heads over to the Chargers a little bit more instead of the Rams. Who knows, maybe LA as a city could go back-to-back -back with two different teams. That'll be interesting to watch as well, too. Again, I'm not saying they win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying it, it's possible. We saw, the, we, saw the, we saw the Bengals go to the Super Bowl last year. In the words of KG, anything is possible, okay? So... I think this Sunday night matchup was great for Week 17-ish. Yeah, this is going to be a good Sunday night matchup. I like this Sunday night matchup. It's entertaining. It's got a young quarterback versus a guy that was finally able to win his first Super Bowl. So um, definitely what we want to see from these primetime matchups, NFL. Yes, sir. And to end the, that Monday night football, uh, be also the end of, I'm sorry, to end the primetime games, also will be the end of Monday night football. Bills, Bengals, hey, that's how you end the season with that type of matchup. Thank hopefully, you. again, depending on health, hopefully everybody is healthy to be in this game. Uh, it should be a good one, depending on weather uh, in Cincinnati. That should be uh, maybe a 30 to 40 degree weather type of game. Uh, so that'd be interesting to see Buffalo. They'll be prepared. We're not even worried about Buffalo, but yeah. uh, and we're also not even worried about the Bengals. We're just again, we'll have to see how that all plays out because funk, funky things happen in weather type of games. So that's all I'm saying. We, we could see weather. I'm sorry, we could see snow, rain, uh, and that could determine this game uh, a lot differently than we would want it to be played in Miami or, of course, in Arizona in a dome. Most definitely. All right, well, that will do it for tonight. We have the Week 18 matchups, but for Week 18, they're pretty much all divisional games. And to be honest with you, I really don't want to talk about Week 18 because we really don't know how some of these teams are going to end. I'm sorry, are going to be towards the end of the season to where some yeah, of these teams don't won't need won't need to you know this to win a game. The rest of rest some stars. You might have some teams that really need to win a game, and they'll of course do what they need to do to win that game. But for the most part, I'm not even going to put out any Week 18 matchups because yeah, it'll depend on the divisions and you know who is still playing for a division title, who's still playing for the wild card, that kind of stuff. That that determines those matchups in Week 18. I definitely think because, like you said, some teams might be resting players, so it doesn't matter who you're playing if you're already you know good for playoffs. Who cares, really? Definitely agree. Fractionwana also says 13 and four will be the best record, and two and 15 will be the Worse, he didn't say who that would that will go to, but he I'm did say that he's he talking goes. about the Texans. Please don't tell me you're talking about well, Texans 13 and 4. No, he's definitely not. No, he just he's, he's saying a team will go 13 and 4. Oh, you know, maybe the Rams, yeah, yeah, maybe the you, Packers, got you, got you. you know, but the worst team, Lions, uh, yeah. Texans, mm -hmm. Jaguars, you know, one of those teams, of course, will go. Two and fifteen. All right, T. Then, with that being said, thank y'all for staying with us a little longer. We we uh, yeah. tried to get it in within an hour. It took us a little over an hour, but that's okay. Uh, we, we got everything in so far for this week uh, for the schedule release, 
And as always, we appreciate y'all for tuning in on on all the platforms and, of course, on the podcast after we release this, after this episode is over with. Uh, but for the most part-ish, hey, we are, what, just three and a half, one months away until a training camp? I think maybe, maybe about two and a half, two and a half months, three months, yeah, one of those. But sooner or later, we'll look we'll look to our left and right and be like, what? where did the time go? We we're already at training camp. That's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So. As always, we appreciate y'all for tuning into X Talking Ish, and we will see y'all next Tuesday. Hopefully, if some couple of bombshells drop, and we can talk about it. If not, we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. But tune yeah, in; we'll let y'all know. Fun. Check us out on socials, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. Thank you. Peace.